Chapter 4. After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and on the thrones I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal, and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like a calf, the third living creature had a face like a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within, and they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before him who sits on the throne, and worship him who lives forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, by your will, they exist and were created. Glory to God forever. Jesus the Christ is alive. Amen. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. And He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. Father God, thank You for everything. Thank You for allowing us to be Your children. Lord, we welcome You. Thank You, Jesus, for saving us. I bless those listening. I believe You'll reveal Your glory to them. And I believe with them for their healing. Holy Spirit, we welcome You and acknowledge that You are God. And Lord, send out laborers into the harvest fields. Send out laborers to the Middle East, continue to raise up men and women and ministries with the anointing to win the lost, to build up the body of Christ in, in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Presence of Jesus, the glory of God is beyond words. A famous psalm is, On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works will I meditate. Humans were created to know God and humans were born to fellowship with Him. That's the, the new thing that we need every day. If anyone wonders, you know, what's the answer? It's the presence of Jesus. You know, I really could stop this message now. That's what someone needs. That's all they need. That's the, the, that's the key. We often do many, many other things other than going directly to Him. What a privilege that the Holy Spirit is God. He is Jesus Christ. We don't realize what we have, really. 
Now we can realize it. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, He reveals all of these wonderful things directly to someone. That's another key. I can build hunger in someone. I can present these eternal revelations. Everything about the only true God and about Jesus Christ is an eternal revelation. But we cannot give salvation to someone. We cannot give the anointing to someone. Um, a great man of God teaches that. You know, He says, I can't give, give it to you. God only has children. It's the greatest privilege to think that we can, every day we can go directly to Him. Every person on the earth can have a full relationship with, literally with the Almighty God. Like that's, and I know I'm, I'm continuing to speak in, in general terms, but we need to hear these truths. We were born to fellowship with Him, His glory, so wonderful, so beautiful. And this week I'm continuing this theme of the secret place. He's in the secret place. Now it's no longer a secret. It's Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit, but still there's this, you might say, secret. And it's the greatest, it's the secret of the universe really. Today, I want to present a famous passage that from Psalms and then from Psalm 78, and then it's right here in Matthew 13. Let me just read this. Matthew 13:34. All these things Jesus spoke to the multitude in parables, and without a parable he did not speak to them, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things kept secret from the, from the foundation of the world. And that it, it was in originally that was in Psalm 7 that's in Psalm 78:2. So a prophet wrote this long before Jesus came to the earth. Jesus uttered things kept secret from the foundation of the world. That is fascinating. He himself is you might say the secret revealed. He's the revelation of God. He is, at the very essence, He is the Lord God Almighty. Everything that He said is our eternal revelations and our secrets. Things kept secret from the foundation of the world. So let's think about that. He was... Jesus revealed all these glorious things that had been kept secret. I mean, and in fact, you know, his main topic was the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. And at the very, I want to repeat, the very essence of that for us as humans is his glory and his presence which on the 1 to 10 scale of joy and happiness and pleasure is infinity. Can you... It's very... It's so ironic that people, most people in the world do not know or realize this. And often we as believers, somehow we get distracted, right? We forget. You know, we're... 
all I've been mentioning all these things keep us from that so I, I just want to encourage anyone who will listen if we go directly to him seek him with our whole heart there's unlimited potential and and he offers to fellowship I mean that's something I was I've been a Christian okay for since I was uh, a boy I did not hear this for years you know I still don't hear this and and we've had all these other misconceptions that people think it's religion has nothing to do with religion at all a timeout this is wonder and reality my name's Jim the beginning of this message I included Revelation chapter 4 an incredible vision of God on his throne and there's actually at least four places in the Bible that have visions of God on his throne in Daniel 7 Isaiah 6 Ezekiel 1 Revelation 4 those are recommended reading and then in modern times people who have been to heaven some of them do uh, describe seeing God Almighty on the highest throne in the universe and it's just so glorious so incredible and let's remember his glory fills really fills the universe we know his glory fills heaven that's the third heaven there's the second heaven and now his glory is everywhere on the earth I mean literally his presence and glory was released from the Holy of Holies when Jesus Christ when Jesus Christ died I'm not an expert on what exactly happened when Jesus died but we do know the veil of the temple was torn and historians say that that veil it was a curtain that was picture 40 feet wide and 20 feet tall okay this was not just a small curtain it was and then it was like six inches thick and it covered the Holy of Holies the glory of God was was only there and Jesus died and it was that veil of the temple was torn in two and the his presence and glory covered the earth and it's just incredible I mean today to think it is incredible to, to think and the Holy Spirit reveals it his presence is everywhere on the earth in him anyone who belongs to him in him we live and move and have our being so I want to encourage you with that okay back to that famous scripture I will open my mouth in parables I will utter things kept secret from the foundation of the world so one of Jesus' main teachings is that He revealed the secret of finding the glory of God. And He called it eternal life. And how do we find it? We Losing our old nature and quote-unquote dying. And He said this in several ways, four or five famous ways approximately. And even the last thing that he said, really one of his last teachings before his passion, he revealed it also. So 
the overview is he said if anyone wants to whoever wants to save his life will lose it whoever loses his life for me will find it another way that he said this he said he who finds his life shall lose it he who loses his life shall find it both of those are in Matthew he said if anyone comes after me let him forget himself and take up his cross and follow me and then let me read the last this is one of the last things that that he said before his passion this is in John chapter 12 and, and Jesus is speaking here mainly about His death. You know, that's the sacrifice of Jesus is, of course, central to our faith. Jesus said, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. So to to think, and then Jesus said this in other ways too. But to think that everything he said were were secrets, things kept secret from the foundation of the world. This is one of his central teachings. This reveals how we can find the glory of God. You know, and it's it's you know to think that most people in the world, you know, they want to find their life right and save it, and they you know love their you know. They want to enjoy. They want to do all these things. That they want happiness and, and joy and peace and pleasure. Well, those that Jesus offers all of that. You know, I want to continue to say that we have thought. You know that that it's difficult and it's religion and we've got to give everything up. You know, Jesus said. In, in the same way, anyone who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. And, and you know, the, he said certain things like, if anyone, he even said if, if someone, in Luke 14, he said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Well, what this means is our love for Him must be so great that our love for our family looks like hate. But of course, He doesn't want us to hate uh, you know, our family. So, there's something about, I think, the way He presented these things. They're even somewhat hidden. There's another example of how God hides. We see like, I mean... In this series, I mean, there's been like 10 or 12 specific, you know, revelations of how God hides. And so in these teachings, you know, in these, even some of the translations may not be the best translation. The one that comes to mind, it's, you know, some translations say, if anyone comes after me, let him deny himself. I looked up that word. It could just as easily be translated, forget and that lines up exactly. He's calling us to die, but that's the greatest thing ever because we receive eternal life. And, and that's what humans were created to do. Every person who finds Jesus, their divine destination, they will, if, 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 
anyone, everyone who makes it to heaven will fellowship with him and be in the glory of God for eternity. And that's, even that is hidden and in, you might say it's a secret to many people that, and for some, somehow, some way, I want to, you know, just again speak in general terms human beings miss it somehow like whether it's the our old nature um, sin the world the enemy has deceived the whole world our um, cares riches pleasures self-will all these various things and and let's remember God wants everyone to be saved Jesus, when He spoke to people in hell, he, Jesus numerous times wept. That's in A Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter. Um, Jesus said when God, will have to, God wipes away all tears, Jesus told a man of God and said, that includes my tears. And Jesus is literally the Lord God Almighty, the Son of God, and Everything, I mean, He's one with the Father, so, you know, there's another, um, something that's kind of hidden, is Jesus' compassion, His great, you know, it is in the Bible He wept, you know, over His friend who died, He wept over Jerusalem, I believe, you know, so it's there, but somehow we have missed that that but also let's remember you know that, that Jesus Christ drove out the money changers from the temple right he spoke very strongly against the the scribes and Pharisees and the people in authority and and I mean he so we we you know of course we want to just to think that he's like, for 4,000 years, God was hidden and He even hid... Well, God revealed Himself to certain people fully. Okay, but three times, you know, humans asked His name and He, he hid His name. And in one visitation, He actually hid that He was God from them until He had left. Um, Jesus did the same thing. <coughs> Like on the road to Emmaus, he was speaking to two people and they didn't even know that they were speaking to Jesus Christ until they, you know, the, uh, so we see this general theme and that's, now there's another reason <coughs> that we, many, most humans do not experience his presence and glory. God hides and, and, and also, tragically, it, um, we know that most people are not saved. I'm going to just say it because Jesus said it. Most people will not get saved. And they'll miss heaven. It's a tragedy. Someone must prove themselves worthy. And how do we do that? Broken and contrite spirit, you know, repent. 
that's the first thing, really one of the first words Jesus said, I believe. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel for the kingdom is at hand. It's here. <clears throat> so repent, broken and contrite spirit, humble ourselves before God and give, give our life to Him. But again, I want to emphasize the simplicity. It's all so simple. He gave us our life and everything that we have. I mean, how could we not give it back to Him? That's why the famous verse, I believe, says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, which is your reasonable, common sense service. I mean, it's just... There's another Scripture that people might interpret, misinterpret. You know, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. We think that we've got to, you know... It's just, you know, we're going to have to just slave and be, give, uh, give up all these things and be in religion and go uh, to these un... Um, go act spiritual and be inhibited at it. And it's that's all totally wrong, okay? Because it's this glorious celebration with Jesus. It's a... Again, He gives all the everything a human being wants happiness joy fulfillment eternal purpose and as we go deeper he gives the the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ we can actually store up treasures in heaven we can experience his glory which is and, and let me try to finish with that his glory, um, so wonderful, so beautiful, and we, we see, for example, in that Revelation chapter four, and much of the book of Revelation. You know, when the descriptions are, there's a sea of glass like crystal before the throne. That's the that's made from God's glory. The New Jerusalem, pure gold like clear glass. Um, seven lamps of fire are burning before the throne. That's which are the seven spirits of God. You know, the the fire of the Holy Spirit is His glory that purifies us, and the the rainbow above the throne, like an emerald, the foundations of the walls, I believe, precious 12 precious stones. You know, everything like on the earth, gold and silver and crystal and all these things are highly sought after, right? I mean, these are like, <laughs> you know, uh, some of the most expensive, beautiful things that human beings just treasure, you know, that we... we if we get anything like that, we lock it up and keep it. It's just this, it's our most prized possession. Someone in heaven said a gold ring like that's on the earth would have just been like rubbish in heaven. Would have just been like, tra I mean, just nothing. Because it's all, I mean, that's, do you realize That's the all of that in heaven. All the things that that are described like that in the Book of Revelation and in other 
That's the made from God's glory. His glory is is um really I know that I've repeated this a lot, but his glory and majesty is what humans were created for, you know, and it's it is now here's something, let's just look at Jesus' words when he spoke, you know. He gave a lot of parables and metaphors and similes about the kingdom of heaven, right? The kingdom of heaven is like, it's like this, it's like. He never actually, um, I think one of the reasons he did that, so number one, again, it's, he only spoke in parables, metaphors, similes, and all that because, um, these things are that that he okay so that's in the theme of how god hides right number 2 the kingdom of heaven cannot be put into words and so that's another reason i think why he said like it's like this it it can't be put into words that's what everyone has said who's been to heaven says the same thing it's just beyond words like every description they give, it's like, and so that I, that I just want to encourage you with that. Thank you for listening today. I do. I want to pray for those, everyone who's following this podcast, also for the visitors to our website and and anyone, those who read our books. Bless them, Lord. Reveal your glory to them. In the name of Jesus, amen. Blessings.